0: I'm going to get back to that in a second, New York. What's going on? So, over the past week, or a couple days, I should say, um, Kwame Brown, right? Kwame Brown and um, a radio personality has been having, you know, some exchanges. Uh, I believe Kwame Brown is a former NBA player, and um, I don't know how him and the radio personality, I don't even know how that exchange started to happen, but I know there was a lot of tension with Kwame Brown all week. He was being very opinionated, and um, somewhere him and this radio personality, they had words or they clashed. So Kwame Brown has brought up a situation that has been going on um, for a while now, I believe. And, uh, and and just to say, you know, I'm going to be so we're going to be so fair, you know, we're going to be very fair today because I'm going to discuss this. I'm going to play some music. I'm going to discuss this. Um, what I'm going to be fair about is I think Kwame Brown was being a little aggressive and His energy was, I got to be honest, maybe coming off a little hateful. I don't want to, you know, I want to take hate out of the situation today. Because any radio personality that um, has a strong opinion is going to receive hate. And I want to remove that today because that's not what this is about. So, I'm going to play some music, but... I'm also going to play some audio um, in a little while. And there's some audio of um, Jessica Reed, right? Um, So New York City, Jessica Reed is a young lady that um, she had a situation um, and she had this radio personality arrested. And this is a while ago, but this is what Kwame has brought up. Kwame Brown has brought up this situation of this radio personality that got arrested a while back, and I believe, I want to get this right, I believe it was for willfully, unlawfully, feloniously engaging in penile and vaginal intercourse with a 15-year-old female child. I think that, that I don't want to say a thing. that's according to, I think it's um, Black Sports Online that... That's what he got arrested for, but he pleaded guilty to contributing to um, the delinquency of a minor. Okay, that's what he ended up um, pleading guilty to. Now, I want to keep this super neutral for a second. That's the situation, and those are facts, and we're going to give facts. And this isn't up to for me to decide today. I'm going to play some audio in a little while that I want you guys to decide on how you feel about the audio. And then I'm gonna give my opinion, which is just my opinion, at the end of the audio. So I believe Jessica Reed did an interview with Star from Star and Buck Wild. So I'm gonna play that audio in a second, not right now. And then uh, so you gather people. Gather people near this um near this operation, because I'm gonna play some audio that you've never heard before. Could, I just want to see how it, you know how you guys look at it. I want your opinion, and I'll give my opinion. So um, Jessica Reed had an interview with Star from Star and Buck Wild. And I think what moved me to bring this to the forefront today, because that interview is actually old, someone sent me um, audio and footage of Jessica Reed's mom. And her name is... Jocelyn sullivan and i believe jessica reed is originally from brooklyn and she moved out to south carolina and we're going to be fair because you know it's important to be fair for some reason i'm not going to lie to you i think the mom touched something inside of me that kind of uh kind of didn't make me feel good about staying home and not talking about it but I am going to talk about it And I am going to play the audio And I want to say something to New York um, I consider this radio personality He's on my side of the fence When I say my side of the fence Comes from what I come from And, and kind of does what I do So, or So, uh, you know I just felt it was Felt it was something that needs to be talked about and I don't. I didn't think it was something. I just wanted to just blurt out my opinion. I'm going to play the audio in a little while, and you guys decide. And you can let people know and situate that I'm going to play some audio. I'm going to come back with the audio from Jessica Reed, and she did an interview with Star. And then uh, I'm going to play the the uh, audio of her mom, and then w- we'll take it from there. One eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven at Folk Flex. I mean, uh. It's, uh I mean, Kwame Brown put a light, man, but ooh. ooh. Okay, so let's play some music and we'll, we'll get to it. Let's go. Hot 97. Oh! It's Hot 97, Funk Flex. So like I told you, I guess this subject has surfaced again because of uh, Kwame Brown, who was being aggressive. And I must tell you, New York... um Somebody should give this guy, Kwame Brown, a a podcast. He should dial this down a little bit because he was definitely super aggressive. And I think uh, people were really... uh, I think they were really going at him, but he seemed to have defended himself pretty well. So um, through Kwame Brown, the um, situation with this radio personality has surfaced to the top again. And um, like I told you, it's something I knew about before. I never really or I should say, I didn't know of the mother's um, uh, statement and audio and video. But, what I'm going to play for you, and like I told you, we're keeping open minds here. I will play the audio, and then we'll see, you know, we'll give our opinions. So, first, this is, let me make sure I got this right. This is jessica reed when she was being interviewed by star from star and buck wild okay listen i
1: don't want that man's money okay sorry i started wrong let me start from the top okay let's go listen i don't
0: want that man's money i don't want nothing from him i just want people to know who he really is he's a liar i have
1: been dealing with this for 15 over 15 years my life has never been the same since that night my relationships with my family and my friends have suffered because of it mentally i suffer emotionally i suffer so i don't want nothing from him i don't want to speak to him and i don't want to seem angry but there is still a part of me that's upset because he took something from me you know what i mean like I didn't even like him like that. And when I first met him, he expressed that he liked me in that way. But I told him, you know, no, we could just be friends. And that was that. We never, those were not the dynamics of our relationship. We were just friends. Me and I trusted him. And when I got there, I felt a little uneasy because there was just so many people there that I didn't know. It was really more guys than girls. It was me, Malika, and maybe. He made Malika a drink? Did he make a drink for you as well? He made both of us a drink, yes. So I put my drink down, um, about maybe 10, 15 minutes after trying to help her and clean her up, I got up because I just wasn't feeling right. I just, my head was just dizzy and I just felt funny. I could see and I could hear, but I just didn't feel like myself. Right. Right. So I got up and when I got up, like I, I collapsed to the floor. Like I couldn't really move my legs or anything. It was weird. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't, okay, so took a plea with regards to this case, and it's behind him. You spoke about being on top of you. Is that your official statement? That was on top of you, penetrating you.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that was Jessica Reed, and and being interviewed by Star and you know um that that part I knew and and heard, and um i I think the mom's testimony uh m- maybe mm, felt maybe was a reason to bring it to light, and I'm gonna play that I'm gonna play the mom's testimony, or I don't want those are wrong words I'm gonna play what her mom feels about the situation. I don't wanna lead people in any type of a wrong direction. I'm gonna play, her her mother's name is Jocelyn Sullivan, and this is what her mom had to say. My name is Jocelyn Sullivan,
2: and I am the mother of Jessica Nicole Reed. We're out here in Mount's Corner, just left the Berkeley County Sheriff's Department, speaking with detectives. The case of my daughter, Jessica Reed. I have regrets in which I am very sorry about because when my daughter was drugged and raped, I wanted to do nothing but protect her. I didn't want her to suffer anymore. I didn't want her to feel that pain anymore. And so I did not let her testify. And because of that, today, we are finding out that Mr. is going to get away with what he did to my daughter, Jessica, and this family. For all these years, we've been suffering, going through pain and anguish over his decisions, molest my daughter, rape her. And now she has to deal with this, and we have to deal with this. And I'm so sorry that I didn't take the initiative then to persecute him for what he did to my daughter. He was going to be a friend to us. He came to us and said, Don't worry, nothing's going to happen to her. And I'll make sure that she'll be safe. He eluded us to believe and trust in him. And then he turns around and violates my daughter by raping and drugging her and then he gets away with it. When I made the decision not for my daughter to testify, I was focused on her well-being and I wanted the best for her. I didn't want to put her on the stand to relive all of that pain and suffering. And now, 17 years later, because he continues to make mockery about it, joke and laugh about it, like it doesn't even matter to him, or he has no regrets or anything, then he tries to cover it up with his money and his high-class attorneys. And now, he's not going to be punished for it justice is not fair and we will not stop fighting we will fight for justice and closure for my daughter Jessica in this family according to the detectives because he negotiated a plea deal he cannot be prosecuted for the rape charge So what they did was just dismissed it. They didn't even prosecute the rape charge because my daughter wasn't there. And so they let him plead. DNA did not clear him. Innocent. DNA has nothing to do with it at all. He's guilty. No matter what anyone says, 17 years later, she's still suffering from it. We're still suffering with her from it. And justice needs to be served regardless. He deserves to be punished for what he did.
0: So... So... So prior to this, New York, I played um, Jessica Reed's interview with Star, and that was what we just played was Jessica Reed's mom, Jocelyn Sullivan. Now, you can can watch all the things online or, you know, and and come to your own conclusion. So New York City, I'm going to take time right now and give my opinion. In listening to that mother's vocal and audio, you, Mr. Radio Personality, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you didn't know anyone. I don't believe you. What I am going to say is, you know... New York, Jersey, Connecticut. I wouldn't condemn somebody. A situation can happen. Something can happen. Things happen. And I'm not just saying things happen loosely and generically. I'm just saying maybe a mistake was made early on in life. And I get it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. Right? Right? So this situation happens, it's a bigger charge, you pull it out to a lesser case, you're young, I get it. Um, The part I'm going to share with you, New York, because I'm going to tell you something, I really don't need to say your name because I'm going to tell you why. I don't care if everyone knows, I want you to know. Where this goes left is you continuously. Let me take this, turn the music down. This goes left because you continuously stand on that podcast and stand every time you get to try to normalize. You try to normalize it every chance that you get that it's okay to put in a woman's drink you talk about it all the time that it's okay or it happens or because you're young to put drugs in a woman's drink and have sex with her while she's incoherent you talk about it all the time that's what makes you a nasty creep not because of the situation you had because I'm gonna tell you something I wasn't there, and I don't know what happened. But every chance you get. You know, New York, this guy stood on a podcast, and he talked about spring break and meeting a young lady, putting something in her drink, and then having sex with her when she was incoherent, laughing about it. That's the, you know, bruh, nobody wants you to get fired or to lose your situation. Nobody, nobody's like, man, the fact that you try to normalize that that's okay, that that's good, like it's things that that men do. That's not what men do. That's what you do. You do it. I'm going to tell you the most terrible thing about you, bruh, because I watch you on that podcast and you sit next to a guy, that guy you sit next to on your podcast doesn't care about our culture. He doesn't care about your culture, but you sit there and you laugh with him about raping women. You, you think it's funny. You know what else is funny, my brother? Because I'm I'm staying on my my stone today of where I'm at. And I'm gonna tell you where I'm at. I am not at what you did twenty years ago. I'm at what you did in the last couple years and how you talk about it and how you how you say about it. You, you piece of you tweeted that R Kelly, that sex video was one of the greatest celebrity videos you've ever watched. That video was with a 14-year-old. But you thought it was a great video. You tell on yourself constantly you're a weirdo. I don't care if nobody else checks you. I'ma check you. You're nasty and you're a weirdo and you always want to talk on a you always wanna talk on a podcast about Taking advantage of women when they're unconscious. What type of dude are you? Why is that cool to you? Why is that cool as you stand next to that clown, that guy that doesn't care about our culture and continuously talk about raping women? You always use the word rape, how you raped your wife. You love to use that word, bro. You get mad at Kwame Brown for using it. You use it. You use the word. You don't think it's funny, my brother. I don't care about saying your name. Let me tell you something. I don't care about cease and desist. You know why? You want to send out cease and desist to people because you want the clarification of what you did said properly. The fact that you don't see that's bananas, bananas, I'm not sure if it's the people around you or if you want to continue. Maybe you want to continue being who you are. For some reason, your name is being said with a 15-year-old. I'm not sure why that's happening. You refer to your dudes. Every girl that has a problem, it's the dudes around you. The dudes are with the girls. My dudes. You say it's your dudes. I don't understand that part, bruh that's the part that people aren't really grasping. That's why people keep hammering you. It's not for what you did 20 years ago. You can be sorry for that. You can, it's it's the way you're moving forward, bro. Let me tell you something. You said that the R. Kelly video is the greatest video you've ever seen, you tweeted that. And you know how that came out? Cause you had the nerve to go on an R. Kelly documentary to talk about a pedophile, you're a pedophile, you're a pedophile, you, is it okay if Aunt Kelly is in the video with your kids, is it still a great video, you nasty, is that a good video, is it? You don't have to answer. I'm going to tell you honestly, it's better you don't. You shouldn't. You should never, ever answer this. You should always keep a cease and desist, and you should never, ever talk about it. Because we already know what you are. You are one of them slimy, greasy dudes that used to be in our neighborhood that don't talk much, that likes to put medication in women's drinks and get on top of them. That's you. We know what you are. I know what you are. I do not care if I ever say your name. I want you to know that I know what you are, bruh. You. You're nasty and you're disgusting, and you like to you like to joke about. It's the podcasting that takes me to a bad place. It's your joking about it that takes me to that place. And the other places. Nobody checks you, nasty. I'm checking you. Nobody doesn't respect your accomplishments or what you do and what you stand for. You should have your opinion. You worked hard for it. Don't confuse popularity with doing whatever the you feel you can do you hear the emphasis in that mother's voice you watched it you know how i know you watch it you know everything that people are saying because you send out the cease and desist cease and desist means you're lying you do not want people to discuss the subject and guess what you're right maybe people shouldn't and they shouldn't hurt your brand and there's a part of that i see and i agree with you what makes you a creep, what makes you a nasty creep is you keep making jokes and how funny it is for a woman to get raped while she has drugs in her and not being able to remember. That's the part, you creep. You nasty creep. That's the part, people, I say they can't stand about you. Nasty. I wish you that would happen to my daughter. Spit in your face. You talk about another man's family. With Kwame Brown. And guess what? I guess it's journalism. And I guess you should be able to say what you want to say. He calls you a rapist. You send him a cease and desist. Guess what? Why don't we just call you contributing to the delinquency of a minor that's 15 years old? Does that feel better? Does that make you sleep better at night? Nasty! It does, right, makes you, makes you feel better about yourself? Because guess what, my brother? No cease and desist. Will help your guilt. And ain't gonna make you sleep better at night. You just pull the wool over more people's eyes. Congratulations to you. If that's what you want out of life, sir, you have won. And my brother, I know you get it a little extra hard because it is people who hate you. And there are a lot of things that are being said about you that aren't true. Because we're going to keep it 1,000. And I know situations happen. My brother, you sound like you, 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 you cop to what you cop to and you, you, you're paying, you're on probation, whatever you're doing. It's none of my business. But the fact that you keep trying to normalize that's the part taking everybody to a bad place, you nasty you're so nasty you that's the part you sit next to people, you sit with academics, you sit with that nasty guy with you on your on your on your podcast that doesn't care about our culture and you just laugh about chicks getting raped because as he's laughing. I'd like to punch him in his face because I I want you to I want you to let me in on the joke. I want let us in on the joke. Let us in on the joke about putting pills in a woman's drink and having sex with her. And she's incoherent because I'm going to tell you something, my brother, and then I'm going to end this. You seem to look up to R. Kelly and his sex tape with the 14 year old. You and your wife, I guess that's what you do. You like to have sex with people when they're incoherent, you did it on spring break, and you expect us to believe. You describe yourself like that, you say that's what you do, but you want us to believe this one girl, Jessica Reed, you didn't do that, it was your boys. You're a liar. Keep sending out your cease and desist. You're doing the right thing, buddy. Send one now, I'm here. Send one out. Send it out. waiting for? You ready?